College Radio, number one for the best variety. This is SFC. Now, Rhea Ripley want to be the champion, want to be the star, but Rhea can't be the star till she becomes the champion, and she can't become the champion until she goes through me. Let's get ready to rumble! Do I have everybody's? Shoot! He has broken in half! Yes! That's gotta be! That's the time trial, you idiot! Acknowledge me! And it is now time to turn your attention to the Titantron. We are back for episode number two. I'm your host, Anthony. Thank you, by the way, for all of the support on the first episode. It means a lot to see everyone listening to the Titantron, enjoying the show. And this one's a big one for us. It's only our second episode, but we are tackling the biggest of all topics. The grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. We'll be giving our preview and predictions of the show. But before we do that, I have to introduce my lovely co-host, as I always do. First, Tyler Yacinth. Tyler, what is your guilty pleasure WrestleMania match? My guilty pleasure WrestleMania match? It has to be Brock Lesnar versus Omos. <laughs> You're just setting the tone for what the rest of the day is looking like. Like, I know it's like, it's not everybody's favorite match, but for me, it's like Biggie said on that podcast that one time. Big meaty men slapping me. That's all, that's all you got. <laughs> that's all you got to see. We'll get into that match in a little bit. Next, co-host, Dewan. Dewan, what is the worst WrestleMania match of all time? The Rock versus Eric Rowan. Good answer. Good answer. It was also the shortest WrestleMania match of all time. Kevin Wilson. Kevin, what is the best John Cena WrestleMania match of all time? This is a really good question. I'm going to say WrestleMania 23. I guess HBK. Ooh, all right, all right. And finally, live via satellite, it's Boom Boy, Matt Ortiz. Matt, if you could pick any WrestleMania match and change the finish of that match, what would it be? Uh, Stone Cold versus The Rock at WrestleMania 17. Ooh, all right. And I don't, I don't think I would change the outcome of the winner, but I think I would change what happens afterwards. Instead of you know shaking hands with Vince McMahon, I think it just have him stun Vince McMahon. He's shaking hands with the devil. He's shaking hands with the devil. Goddamn! You didn't, didn't need to turn heel at that time, so I, I changed that. Get ready and get set. This episode is probably the biggest episode of the year, and it's only episode two for the Titantron. WrestleMania 39. There is currently 13 matches on the card. And right here on the Titantron, we are going to give our preview and predictions for all 13 matches. The way we're going to do it for the sake of time is uh, only a few of us are going to talk about the matches themselves, but we're all going to give our predictions on what is going to happen. We're just going to jump right into this. Uh, we're going to start with night one. We're going to start with the first match on the card, which they already confirmed to be Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States Championship. I feel like they could have done a lot more to build to this match. I think we talked about that a little bit last week. This is the type of match where the name John Cena sells it. You could go with a build. You can go without a build. 
but the name Cena being at WrestleMania is enough for you to be like, I'm going to watch that match. On the other side, this is where Austin Theory should be getting enhanced by a matchup with Cena, but it still just doesn't, I'm not sold on it yet. Doesn't Austin Theory win here solidify him as the next big star in WWE? I definitely think so. I mean, any win over a guy like John Cena, who is the face of the WWE for like, what, 10, 15 years, would definitely solidify you as a as a big name in, w, in the WWE. I mean, he just said it before, you know, the name Cena sells the match alone. People are going to watch it just because it's, it's John Cena. And Austin Theory beats John Cena. Now people know the name Austin Theory. I do think the build to this match was a little lame and i'm kind of surprised that you know john cena only showed up for like one raw and that was it just to accept the match i thought theory did an all right job doing it you know trying to carry it by himself but i mean it's only so much he can do if theory picks up the win it'll definitely solidify him kevin do you feel like this could be cena's final match of this match with austin theory i definitely believe so i mean what else is there left for cena to do He's done everything he could besides the Intercontinental title. But uh, I think this is it for him. It's, uh, it'll be a good way to go out. He's been the face of the company forever. I think this is it. Let's get into some predictions now. Tyler, who are you going with? I'm going with Austin Theory to retain against John Cena. All right. I also got Austin Theory winning. I got John Cena picking up this victory as the new U.S. champion. As much as I love Cena, I still think Austin Theory's got the win. Uh, I'm going to go with Cena. <laughs> Why not? Next match that we can go with here is one of two WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Team matches. We'll start on the men's side of things. Braun Strowman and Ricochet going against the Street Profits, going against Alpha Academy finally going up against the Viking Raiders. Tyler, I'll go to you on this one. Are you content with the tag teams that they picked for this one? Or do you feel like there was another tag team more deserving of this? I mean, me personally, if I was to put like two other tag teams in there, I would definitely have the Brawling Brutes as one of them. And also uh, Legato del Fantasma. I feel like they could have been like a part of this match. But even so, like the team that they picked, they're, they're some pretty good teams. You got the Viking Raiders in there, who's been pretty dominant. You got Braun Strowman and Ricochet, who they are kind of established as a tag team. I feel like that's the only one that I would really like want to switch because it's not really a tag team. The Street Poppers are always fun to watch. And Alpha Academy, I feel like Alpha Academy has like a, a bit of steam behind them. Plus, they have the story with Maximum Male Models, which is another team I feel like they should have put into this match. Mm-hmm. Maximum Male Models. To further the story between them and Alpha Academy, which I I don't know if I'm wrong, but I think that's the only team that's going into this match with the actual story. Yeah, I just I feel like if if they wanted to add other teams, I feel like they could have. But I'm, I'm cool with the teams that they have right now. I think one thing that's been a consistent critique about WWE has been their tag team division. It's always been maybe you'll have one or two consistent tag teams like the Usos or. Now, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. But the remainder of the division, because it's split up between Raw and SmackDown, it just hasn't been as strong. Do you feel like this is something that will help WWE in the long run, kind of saying, here are four tag teams that you should look out for 
after WrestleMania, maybe we'll start to see a little bit of a resurgence of the tag team division, or is this just another throwaway match for them? Well, teams to watch out for because the Viking Raiders, they're mad vicious. Well, now, Ricochet and Strowman, they gave the Usos a run for their money. Mm-hmm. So they're up there. And Sheep Profits might be that. The last team to actually beat the Usos. Mm. And with Alpha Academy, they're growing on Matt, who are you going with on this one? I could see the Street Profits winning, but I'm going to go with Ricochet and Braun. Tyler? Alpha Academy with the help of Maximum Male Models. I am going with the Alpha Academy. Kep? Street Profits. Do you want? I said I'd do the Street Profits or Ricochet and Braun Strowman. All right, let's get into another match. Trish Stratus and the women's tag team champions, Lita and Becky Lynch, going up against damage control of Bailey, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai. Overall, what have your thoughts been on bringing back someone like Trish Stratus, who was retired since her match against Charlotte at SummerSlam 2019, and now also bringing in Lita as co-holder of the women's tag team champions? Do you feel that this is a smart way to book these legends or do you feel like they're getting a little bit too much of the spotlight especially in this huge show like wrestlemania i think they're getting too a little too much of the spotlight let's think about it lita and trish be on roll like every single week now and they've been you know obviously me as a tag team champion with becky but i just feel like they should try to balance out the spotlight between you know them and becky a little bit Cause I'm, I'm thinking they're just overhauling it now. But I, I mean, I love Trish and Lita, but it's like it's past their time. So again, I'm a, I'm a spin it back to the, to the build, or just like the feud in general. Or a matter of fact, about damage control in general. I feel like this should have been the culmination of damage control as a whole. Like they've had from SummerSlam to now, they've just been on this tear through the women's division, women's tag team champions, and Becky. Even though she fought, she couldn't take them down alone so she had to recruit two legends in Lita and Trish to finally take down damage control but in reality what's happened is they've kept on losing they didn't win the inaugural women's tag team championship tournament which I still don't understand to this day Mm -hmm. Bailey she kept on losing against Bianca and then Becky beat them in a steel cage beat them at war games I hope that this is like Finally, the end of Damage Control versus Becky Lynch. I'll kick us off for predictions on this one because I've got Damage Control taking the win, but I think Trish Stratus is going to turn on the team and we're going to get a heel Trish Stratus for a little bit. So maybe we see Trish versus Becky. Dewan, what about you? I also said Damage Control, but Trish was an immaculate heel. Matt, what about you? I agree with what you said. I think Damage Control is finally going to get the big win that has been uh, eluding them. And I do think Trish Stratus is going to turn heel. Kevin? I'm going to go with Damage Control. I think this will solidify them as a trio if they pick up the win. Tyler, are we going for a sweep on Damage Control? I believe we are. But with this match, I kind of had like a, a crazy prediction. Uh-oh. I also feel like they're going to spin into Becky versus Trish. I feel like that's the direction for SummerSlam. We got some ways to go before SummerSlam. If you remember, when the challenge was made, Bailey accepted it. But EO and Dakota didn't want no part in the match. They didn't want to do the match. So I feel like at Mania, EO and Dakota 
walk out on Bailey off of something. I don't know. They walk out on Bailey, and it looks like it's three against one on Bailey. Heel turn from Trish. She turns on the team. Bailey gets the win for damage, whatever's left of damage control. And then you spin all of that into a three way women's tag team title feud Becky and Lita versus Bailey and Trish versus EO and Dakota. Again, that's just a wild, a little wild, crazy prediction. I like I that, like, though. Like, it'll be interesting. I like it. I'll tell you why I like that. If you go on Twitter, it's been all Bailey and Trish. They've been the ones interacting with each other the most. I don't know. I kind of like that. So we are going for damage control on a clean sweep. But this next match, we're probably not going to be a clean sweep on this one. Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. If you ask someone, let alone a year ago, let alone five years ago, if you would ever see Logan Paul in the ring with someone like Seth Rollins, they would think you're crazy. So the fact that we're getting this at WrestleMania is very bizarre to me. Everyone's been saying, oh, Logan Paul, you know, you got to put him in the ring with some more experienced wrestlers, some bigger stars to establish him. But after that match with Roman Reigns, do you really need a match with Seth Rollins to prove something? Or is this just going to be one star versus another star at WrestleMania? I think that it is simply one star versus another star. They've found one of the biggest names that they have in WWE in Seth Rollins and one of the biggest influencers out there in Logan Paul. And they're putting them in a program together because they know that'll draw attention and that'll get eyes on the product and eyes on the match and therefore eyes on WrestleMania. This is a match that I think neither man can afford to lose, which is why this become so hard to predict. Logan Paul coming off of a huge loss to Roman Reigns, but then you look at Seth Rollins, you know, he's been on a losing streak for a lot of big matches in 2022, losing to Matt Riddle, uh, losing to Cody Rhodes three times. So now we get to WrestleMania and it's like, can Seth Rollins afford another loss? I feel, yeah, I feel like Logan has more to lose, even though he did put on a really good performance at whatever the pay-per-view was against Roman Reigns. Crown Jewel. There was still people that was like, I don't see it. He's he's not good. He just in it for the money. If he doesn't win against Seth here and he loses again, that just gives more fuel to the people online saying that Logan's he's not ready. He's not. He shouldn't be here in the first place. So I'm I'm gonna say that Logan has a lot to lose in this match. As far as a prediction goes, I'm going with. This is a tough one, really, to predict. Like, I was about to say Seth, but it's like, you make really good points, too. It's like, can Logan lose this match? And I think he can. I'm going with Seth Rollins. I said Seth wins, but Jake Paul interferes after. Kevin, what do you think? This one, it means a lot to both. And it could go either way. But I'm leaning more towards Seth. But I know that Logan's also come into this match with a chip on his shoulder. For the legacy... Seth has to win this match. I think Logan wins this match. I think after Mania, I think there's a Saudi show somewhere between there and SummerSlam. I feel like Logan has to be on, on that show. So I think what they could do is extend the feud out until that Saudi show. So I, I, I say um, Logan wins. 
Matt, close us out on these predictions. I got Seth Rollins. Uh, like we said before, uh, Seth Rollins may be one of those people that can take those losses and be completely fine afterwards. But even if you look back at his WrestleMania history in the past few years, the last three WrestleManias, he hasn't even picked up a win. He hasn't won since WrestleMania 35. Because I think if Logan Paul loses, I mean, he'll he'll be fine. I mean, like, it's his, what, like, fourth match? And as long as he puts in a good performance, it'll be just like with the Roman Reigns match. It'll be like, oh, he's legit. He can hang with these guys who have been carrying the company for the past almost decade at this point. These next three matches that are on this night one could all main event, including this one. Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> this match, easily, I think, outside of the Bloodline story, is immaculate. The best story that they've been telling this entire time. Absolutely. Everything that they have done, ever since the Clash of the Castle moment where Dom finally turns on Rey, and then you carry that into all of the Christmas, Thanksgiving, valentine's day stuff that was posted on social media and i don't know if you just if you guys just saw but at wrestlemania access dom and Rhea saw. spray painted the Rey mysterio title spray painted ray's face little stuff like that adds so much to a feud if they wanted to give ray a proper send-off i know right now the rivalry is between Rhea and Charlotte and Sammy and KO. And I'm going to ask you guys about that in a bit because we still haven't confirmed a WrestleMania night one main event. But if they wanted to give Ray that proper Hall of Fame type of send-off, I think you put this match in the main event of night one. That's just me personally, though. I wish Eddie was still around to see this mm. first because this, this, is, this is great content. I think this is definitely main event worthy. I remember when Dom turned heel... It, it, set, it set everything off. But this is something that I've been wanting to see for a long time, I would say. I, I kind of, not say I predicted this to happen, but I always wanted to see, like, what would happen if Dom turned on Ray and where where would it go, right? And they've definitely took the right direction with this. I love it. Well, who do you got? I got Ray. You got Ray? Yes, I do. Ooh. But... I think Ray's gonna want to put Dom over because you know Dom is like you know he's gonna be part of the future, you know next five ten years. I've been watching Ray pretty much my whole life, and you know it would be nice to give him that that victory in this final match. I have Dom. Mm. I have Dom too. I thought it was gonna be hands down Dom, but I see Kev go. Okay, Tyler. I did have Dominic before. Uh oh. But after thinking about it, after what Kevin said. Because the main thing everybody wants to see is Rey Mysterio beat up Dominic for everything that he's done. So I feel like if Rey then wins, it gives... I'm just thinking about the the Raw after Mania. Dominic coming out after a loss saying, can you believe what my dad did to me? <laughs> can you think about that? I feel like the amount of the amount of heat that Dominic can get for saying that Rey's a bad father for hitting him, not only hitting him, but beating him at WrestleMania, I think Ray wins. Uh, I definitely have Dominic Mysterio. Ray's definitely going to want to put over his son at WrestleMania. Uh, as far as putting them in the main event, uh, Ray definitely would deserve it, but I don't think they would. I think to Ray, wrestling against his son is, is more than enough for him. Uh, but I think Dominic wins, and I think they continue this 
Matt, you there? Matt. Boom boy. Then we lost them. Well, after a little bit of technical difficulties, Matt is finally back with us, but he's on the phone this time. He is not live via satellite. He is, uh, he's back on the phone. Matt, are you, are you with us? I'm here, I'm here. All right, there we go. Via satellite, via satellite, you know. Well, we're all back together, and that's all that matters, because we have to get into uh, what is being rumored as the main event. <laughs> And what I'm going to do for this is I'm going to hold off on the tag title match because that's also happening on night one. But I feel like you kind of have to loop the the actual main event with this match because they go really hand in hand. So let's talk about the SmackDown Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley challenging the champion Charlotte Flair. I guess I know who I'm going to send it to first, Kevin. Um, like this is obviously a, a rematch for Mania 36. They've had history. They've had matches for the Raw Women's Championship. And now we come to WrestleMania and they're finally in the biggest spot possible. And it seems like things have fallen a bit flat. Is it because of the other option being Sammy and KO versus the Usos? Is it just that it doesn't feel like a WrestleMania match? What are your overall thoughts? We spoke about this on the other show. I still wish it was Reed versus Bianca. But you're absolutely right about the history. You know, her taking the NXT title from her at 36. It's just like, I know Rhea is, she has that chip on her shoulder from that previous match. I I just don't want to see the match happen. I'm sorry. Like, it could be a good match, but the buildup has also been pretty flat. I mean, they had that little brawl on SmackDown. But that was about it. For my prediction, this is Rhea, obviously. Rhea's going to take the title, so. Rhea Ripley. It's obvious that she is, she's next. Like, she's obviously, like, that next yes. big star that they have. Can they afford for Rhea not to be women's champion after WrestleMania? I understand the big match is Bianca versus Rhea. I don't know if anyone has Charlotte as a prediction. I think we all have Rhea, right? That kind of puts them in a weird situation. Like, Rhea Ripley, right now a Raw superstar, as a member of the Judgment Day, and now she'll be on SmackDown. Does the whole Judgment Day go over to SmackDown? Like, how would you continue on with Rhea as SmackDown champion if she wins at WrestleMania? Well, since like Ray's on SmackDown too, and Rhea wins, Dom wins, they can glow about it all the time. Like Ray's just gonna be like in the background, just getting jumped by both of them. Maybe Finn. Um, so I think we all have Rhea Ripley for this prediction. Um, so I don't even think it's worth going into the, the, the whole round the table, but, um, I'm interested to see how they go about this because at the end of the day, it's Charlotte Flair. So they could just go ahead and give her another victory at WrestleMania, but I think you have to give it to Rhea on this one. That she would be crazy if Charlotte It would. That would absolutely turn her into a, a, a massive heel. I mean, she's going in as the baby face right now. Yes, that was only night one. And when we come back, we're going to be talking all about such star-studded matches like Edge versus Finn Balor, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, right here <laughs> on the Titantron. <laughs> <laughs> 